Hi, and welcome to Unashamed Smut Lovers Podcast, where we just want to talk about smut. I'm Kelsey. And I'm Courtney. And today we are doing another read-along. Woohoo! It is Hockey with Benefits by Tijan. I'm so freaking excited. <laughs> I love Tijan. I think I said that the last time we did a Tijan book, which was, I think, Canary was the one that we did on the read-along. And I don't even see it on the author page anywhere. No? No. It's not there. Huh. A lot of the titles look like they're missing. They are. I wonder what that's about. Huh. I, um... I don't know. I think, though, if I remember correctly, that was an older book. When we read it's, it. It's there if you type it in. It's just not on the author page anymore. Um, I don't know. Yeah, I feel like I remember that being an older one. And it wasn't one of the more popular books either. No. I remember that we liked it. But it was, uh, yeah, it was okay. I would say it wasn't my favorite T. John book, but it wasn't bad. Hockey with benefits. So it kind of seems like neither one of them is looking for anything other than sex. They both have their own lives going on, and no strings, no attachments, nothing else. Not even friendship is what it says. So yep, I, uh, stuff starts getting messy. They have threats going on and rivals and secrets. I'm wondering what all that's about. Yeah, and it sounds like um, he's the one that starts to catch feelings first. Oh, I love when that happens. (laughs) Yeah, and it also sounds like it might be from his point of view. I wonder if it's a multi-POV or if it's just his point of view. It is multi pov i just opened it to find the midway point and but oh i did that already and i didn't even look (laughs) if it was yeah oh it definitely is multi pov it starts with her point of view yeah there's a lot of chapters the midway point i've already marked it is uh chapter 27 okay but yeah i'm excited the reviews are really good and it's it's got a lot of reviews on it, and it's not even been out that long. It just got released, like, a month ago. And it's already yeah. got 3,400 reviews on it. That's crazy. Well, Tijan's books are pretty popular, so, you know. Yeah. They're I good. Know. They deserve it. But Yeah, I really like... Um, this is what captivated me with Tijan with the very first book I read. The way that mental health is portrayed is done so well, in my opinion. Like, you can tell that this author definitely has their own struggles by the way that they write it. Yeah. Sorry. But the way the way she writes it is just like, you can tell, like, she's been there, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I'm excited to jump in. I haven't read a sports romance in a while. So I like to go back to them every once in a while, but I'm excited. Yeah, me too. I don't really, I I heard that there is some mental health issues in this book as well, that it's not just a happy-go-lucky sports romance. 
um, which I feel like we can uh, expect from this author. <laughs> yeah, for sure. So I'm excited. The cover is freaking awesome. I know. It's a really nice cover. I love that cover. So, yeah, I don't know. I don't really have much more to say about it because the blurb is pretty short. We didn't read a ton of reviews to, like, we don't want to spoil it. I didn't read any reviews at all. Oh, I just read a couple of the titles. Obviously, they're good reviews. We switched places. I'm going in blind. (laughs) Yeah. Okay, so if you are reading along with us, we are going to read till chapter 27 and then come back. So, pause here. Okay, we're back. This is a wild first half of the book. There was so much. So There's so much going on. It's really hard to keep track of some of it. Yeah. Um, because there's a lot of characters and not all of them are important. And I'm, I'm wondering if some of these characters are from her other books. Or I don't know. Because not all of her books are Kindle Unlimited. So. Yeah. But it I seems no like. It seems like at least the um, Tasman Shaw. I was wondering that. Because, like, she's got, like, a brother in a gang or something. And then um, the other brother is uh, Mara's ex-fuck buddy. And I, yeah, I don't know what her deal is. Um, I didn't look and see if she had another book, if I'm being honest. But I did wonder. It just seems like some of these people have. She's a she's a very dynamic side character. Yeah, for sure. She has well, a lot of personality. If some of these people don't have their own books, I feel like we have too much and too little like about them going on in this book. Yeah, I feel so, like the way that they're described somewhat is like something you would see like if they were characters from their own stories. You get like all these little like pieces about them I that think, wouldn't matter if they were just random side characters. I think that everything's going to come to a head in the second half. And I think that's where all these side characters are going to come into play. I think they are each going to play a role in their own way. Like, yeah. okay, uh, Gavin Miller, what's the deal with him? Before we start getting into like the main characters. <laughs> Let's, I know. Um, let's pick on the side character. I don't know, cause like sometimes he seems like he's like a cool friend, and then, and then other times he seems a little creepy. Yeah, he does give off creepy vibes. And then there's the Carrington guy. Oh, he's a whole. I don't know though. I don't know. Like I want to give, but here's here's the thing. So like the younger brother seems fine. But the older brother, what was his name? Uh, uh, I don't remember. Whatever. Something Carrington. Leander um, is the younger one. Leander's the younger Tyler? one. I don't know. What, I don't remember. I don't either. Um, so anyways, the older brother, he. it's said that he has a reputation yeah. around the guys. The guys know. They won't explicitly say what it is, but he gives off predatory vibes. Tamara. Yeah. Ugh. And other guys were kind of like, hey, maybe don't, you know. Don't be in a room with him. (laughs) Yeah. And, like, Miles, 
I thought he was going to play a bigger role than he does, but he just kind of like pops in and out on their way to and from parties. Yeah. I thought that uh, Zoe and Skylar were going to play less of a role than they do, but they're kind of trying to embed themselves in a friendship. I don't know. There's so many side characters. Who else is the other one? Wade. I don't know what the deal with Wade is. Well, and, and Wade and Zeke. Well, Zeke is her. Uh, I don't know if they were fuck buddies or reluctant friends. No, they were. Or... So Zeke was the best friend of the guy of her ex fuck buddy Ta- Tasman's brother, and then um, right after uh, they broke up, stopped doing it, whatever. Um, she I, she drunkenly, I guess, maybe tried, but he shut that down real quick, and she was grateful for it. Oh, yeah, that's right. So, but then he, like, he won't leave her alone as far as, like, friendship goes. Like, he doesn't want anything with her, but he and wants that's, like, to be her friend. her worst nightmare. Like, she does not want friends. <laughs> yeah. Well, and so, finally jumping into her, she's, um, and the thing is, I feel like this book because of the information that it throws at you in like pieces, especially with all the side characters, I feel like this should be part of a series or something. And like, we're just missing a lot of information. So I think it's going to, um, I think it's going to resolve itself, but I mean, I'm sure it is this. I, I trust this author to give us a resolution, Yeah, but um, so she's got her mother has been throughout her entire life. Uh, and neglectful slash at the very least emotionally abusive and physically well, abusive. I think it's mainly because she's mentally ill. Yeah, but because I don't think that she really knows what she's doing is wrong. Wasn't there like a baseball bat to her fingers or something? Yeah, but she's like she's got like multiple different um personalities. Yeah, I think she disorders. said she's up to like 14 diagnoses diagnoses diagnoses. Yeah, so like I don't think she realizes the difference between right and wrong as far well, maybe as maybe like, she doesn't or maybe she's right. just you know, but well, you that doesn't make it right. Yeah, you can't you can't use a blanket like mental disorder to be like it's cool to beat your kids cuz you're yeah, you know no, what I mean? It doesn't make it right. I'm just saying I don't think that um well she's also got i mean at least to me it seems like narcissistic like she's definitely a narcissist she's trying to blackmail her kid but her whole life mara has basically been under this reign of terror from her mother in one way or another and her dad i don't necessarily know how much he was a help when she was younger but finally they they kept sending her off like mental hospitals and stuff like that and she just got released from one, but she's under a conservatorship. Yeah, she well, she helping. herself because she found out about the conservatorship. So they haven't officially started the conservatorship because she took off. Yeah, so now she's like blackmailing her daughter. And um, I don't know. If I'm assuming she comes from a relatively wealthy family because she went to like a rich kid private school, but the mom makes it seem like they're not that wealthy. Like they're wealthy, but not that wealthy. Because I don't know. When she was talking about the ex-boyfriend, the mom, she was like, oh, no wonder he left you for that other girl because she's wealthy, wealthy. 
And I was like, so are they like not that rich or are they? But it seems like she has like rich kid attitude almost. She does. And like you have to assume that there's some money in play because when she was blackmailed for the $50,000, she was upset about the fact that her mom was blackmailing her. Not how am I going to get $50,000? Right. Exactly. Like the amount of money wasn't even a factor. Yeah, and it, she just kind of tosses cash around like willy nilly, which you know, broke college kids don't do that. Yeah, there's there's something there. So, and then yeah, other but her dad just seems kind of like so hands off about it though. Like I, I mean, okay, so uh, here's where I'm confused because there's times where he's calling and texting and she's not answering. And it seems like they have a decent relationship when they do talk. But then other times she says, like, they don't really have a relationship. But that could just be her, too. She's got this thing about, like, everybody is kept out. And I understand, like, she doesn't want people to find out about her mom and stuff. But she's gone to such great lengths. And I'm assuming this has been for a good portion of her life because she even says like in high school she made friends with the mean girls but she wasn't really like friends with them it was just so that they wouldn't go after her and you know she doesn't keep guys around for anything more than sex and she doesn't uh you know she doesn't go out and put herself out there to make any sort of genuine connection with anybody she had said though i think she had alluded to the fact that their broken relationship was on him. Probably. I mean, no offense, but he seems so useless as far as the mother thing goes. And you got to think about it. If they were married oh. for a good portion of her childhood and this woman was hitting her kid in the fingers with baseball bats and hurting her, regardless of mental illness, when the other parent's not doing anything, that's got to be a big blow, well, you know? So here's this one. Uh, uh, I just scrolled back like two pages. A part of me always wondered when he would decide enough was enough, that I was on my own with her. Every time I sent a text like this, like when I was 11 and bleeding in my room, and I had to text the dad who hated me when I asked for help, I expected him not to respond. So, yeah. yeah I. Uh, but he always says things like, love you, honey, and like he's always trying to check in and keep her maybe updated and trying, things like that. So I'm wondering how much of it's in her head. Or or maybe he screwed up really badly, like in the past, maybe taking the mom's side or something, and now he's trying to make up for it. I don't know. Like We just don't have enough information as far as it goes yet. Yeah. Okay, so let's talk about Cruz. Oh yeah, he's got a dead brother. Um, I'm. I think it was a car accident. Cause so his sister um, was paralyzed and she was hurt, and now she doesn't have um, the. I think she, he said that she should be in high school, but her mental age is more closer is closer to a fifth grader, and he mentions a few times like how she shouldn't be where she is she shouldn't be in a wheelchair she shouldn't you know this shouldn't be her life and his older brother is dead so i'm wondering if maybe an accident took them she he said it was a car accident oh okay yeah and then he said that but do you remember at the game that they came to that girl came up to him and was like oh my gosh 
she's so small and he was like fuck you he knew her from I'm wondering school. So yeah i'm wondering if school. she had something i'm wondering if she had something to do with it i'm wondering if he did like maybe he was driving or something i don't think so because it doesn't feel like a guilt thing when it comes to them Except maybe, like, guilt that he's not there helping his mom. But it doesn't feel like a guilt, like, he did it to her. You know what I mean? Yeah. Okay. Well, I don't know. But I don't get that wrong. I don't know. Like I said, I just, we don't have enough background on anything yet. Like, you know, we know the basics, but we don't have, like, we don't have the details yet. Of anything. Yeah, like we have just enough to like keep us on the hook. So <laughs> where it ended, mom showed up and Mara went into her apartment and there was somebody in the bathroom and she was like, who the fuck is in my apartment? Because she's so private. Honestly, I would fucking slap the shit out of my roommates if they let somebody into my apartment. You know, like if I didn't tell them like, hey, my mom might be coming over can you let her in and they just like took some lady's root took some lady's word without even a call or text to be like hey this lady showed up and said she's your mom they just let her in like i would fucking lose my shit especially because they know how private she is how volatile she is like yeah oh yeah girl girl throws throws down at the slightest inconvenience it seems like yeah so then she calls so mom's there she's being mom you know we've already discussed she's a fucking psycho and then she goes into the bathroom and Cruz calls and she asks for help so he comes in tells her that the house is getting evacuated and she lets her dad know what's going on and that's kind of where we ended yeah so I'm excited to jump back in. I just I need to know everything that's like going on. This has been such a good book. It is not light and fluffy at all. Like there's not really any moments of levity. But it's because you're kind of like on edge, like wondering who you can trust, who you can't trust, because the main female character, Mara, she she has that like vibe even in her thoughts. Like doesn't really doesn't really trust anybody, even if they're her, like, quote-unquote friends. They're not really friends. She doesn't trust anyone. So it's like when you're reading the book, even if people are, like, laughing and having fun and whatever, you, like, kind of look at everybody with, like, a haze of mistrust just from the voice that you're reading it from. Yeah. Do you get that, too? I do, yeah. Well, then that's why I'm so confused about all these side characters because I'm like, who's – who's going to be a friend, who's a foe, who's creepy, who's not creepy, because she has such, I don't want to say little regard for men, but she kind of does. Like, no, she's cool to hang out with all the guys, but she trusts none of them. She likes none of them. I mean, Cruz a little she bit. Cruz. A, a little, like as much as she's capable right now in the story. Yeah, she's not really like, um, she's not really letting him in, but He's in further than anybody else is right now. For sure. You know, and then you've got all of these, like, female side characters. And you're like, oh, these seem like good people. But you don't know, you know? Yeah, you really don't. I think Tamsin's going to play a bigger part. And I think Gavin Miller's going to turn out to be a creep. I get bad vibes from him. Ah, uh, yeah. 
And I think, I don't really know. I think um, it does mention in the author's note that sexual assault is going to play a part. Um, I don't don't think that's going to be that Carrington dude. Either that or Miller, because Miller just will not fucking shut it down. He will not leave it alone. Like, he says he's cool with friends, but he shows up, like, anytime she's around. He's, like, stalking her. Kind of, yeah. Like, low-key, but then he goes, well, I know I understand that you're never going to fuck me. I get it. I don't want that. And Like, I'm cool with just being friends. Which is a lie. Exactly, because you don't show up wherever somebody is and, like, under the guise of friendship if you just want to be friends. Yeah, I... uh, And push it so hard. He gives bad vibes. The only one that doesn't give bad vibes... Maybe a little bit of pushy vibes, but not bad vibes, is Atwater in the hockey house. And he's the one that's interested in someone else. In Tamsin's friend. So he invites Mara places so that Tamsin will come, so that Tamsin will bring her friend. It's a whole fucking thing. Yeah. So many fucking side characters. So many. You become invested in them. Yeah, it makes it way more real. Yeah. Okay. So, are we ready to jump back in? I am. I, Dude, if I hadn't finished when I did last night, I probably wouldn't have gone to sleep. It's one of those books. <laughs> yeah, it sucks you in. I had to, like, force myself to stop. All right. So, if okay. you're reading along with us, we're going to go to the end of the book and come back. Go ahead and pause here. Okay, we're back. Yes. Uh, Wild ride a little bit. Yeah, there was a lot going on. And, like, also not as much going on as I thought was going to happen. For sure. A a lot of it was just, like, resolved in the epilogue. Like, a quick little wrap-up. Which was fine. I kind of like the way it was done. um, Yeah. With the epilogue. Because there was, like... It would have been so much longer if they were, like, trying to resolve those, like, in in time issues, you know? Yeah. So, I like the way it was wrapped up. Uh, I don't even remember where we left off, but... Um, we left off when the mom got kicked out of her apartment. Okay, yeah. So, the mom's a, a little bit of a psycho, or a lot of a psycho. I don't know. Well, but, we were um, told that her main... Um, diagnosis was histrionic personality disorder, which is essentially, uh, it's very similar to like narcissistic personality disorder, which I definitely felt reading about the mother's perspective. Um, we did find out that the main female character was, uh, sexually assaulted as a kid she was like 12 by one of the mother's boyfriends and the mom kind of just like made it all about herself yeah like why didn't you just barricade your door you're a smart girl you should have figured it out yeah and like blaming her for like not having a lock on her door in the first place was just ridiculous yeah oh that poor poor girl um yeah and we found out what happened with uh so he didn't have a brother. Cruz didn't, I didn't have an think older brother. So. I thought I think, it was a brother. I didn't think so, but I was like, maybe she caught something I didn't. I thought, because when he said, 
the older kid is dead, I just assumed it was his brother was dead. He didn't have one, though. It was his older sister, and she also had her own issues. And she uh, she was in the car with the her friend from school, which was one of the girls that Mara had beat up previously in the year. And yeah. Yeah. And then um, the little sister. So it was the friend from high school and the little sister and the older sister in the car. The older sister had uh, her own kind of psycho issues and she ended up on purpose driving into a semi. And that's why the little sister is paralyzed and she has um, the mind of like a fifth grader. Yeah. So um, there was that. There was uh, a sexual assault of a side character by that guy Carrington. That yeah, that turned into drama. He like searched out Mara's mom and had articles written about her and all that, and it backfired on him. And he did end up getting charges pressed against him. Not very harsh punishments because he was a senator's son, but um. There were some punishments, so that... I like the... Well, I don't, but I I liked that the author wrote it realistically a little bit as far as, like, the punishment, because you're right. You know, the more money you have, the less punishment you're likely going to get and things like that. So I do like that it, like, stayed, you know, it wasn't like, oh, he went to prison, and you know, for... 25 years because that wouldn't have been a realistic punishment for what happened it was he was a senator's kid he got i think it was like probation or um he got community service yeah fine yeah and then she went after him in civil court and he settled out for quite a big sum of money so i like i i liked that it was resolved but realistically in a way and then um Mara and Cruz are going to get married. They ended up getting engaged. And she finally yeah. let people in. She, you know, she had to start letting them in. And and so did he. And it yeah. was. Yeah, it was nice. Um, I, yeah, I liked that there was just like a quick summary of what happened with all the side characters in the epilogue. It wasn't turned into a whole big thing. Like, there was a lot going on in this book, but at the end of the day, the core focus was their relationship. Yeah, I I agree. I think it was a really cute ending. I liked the book. Um, I wasn't sure how I was going to feel about it with the first half. Like, I thought it was a good book, but I ended up liking it a lot more than I thought it was going to. Yeah, the second half, uh, I really like this author, so I didn't really have any doubts that I was going to enjoy it, but um, the second half really brought it home. Like, she really honed in on their relationship a lot more in the second half and just, like, did enough tying up with the side characters to make you feel satisfied because the amount of side characters that there were were overwhelming. And I think the way that she like pieced it all together was perfect. I agree. And also uh, we were talking about how some of those side characters seemed like they were part of 
their own stories, you know, because there was just too much detail on them. And they are, at least the ones from Mara's hometown. She is actually in a previous book, but it doesn't show her in the best light. Uh, it's yeah. the one with her ex-boyfriend, the soccer Rich, player. Right. I can't remember if I've read that one or not. I feel like I have not. Uh, yeah. And then there's also a um, Fallen Crest something. I can't remember the title exactly. I think it was Fallen Crest High. Which I'm thinking maybe Tasman's book or her like twins or something. But it, it has characters from her hometown. So, um, well, let me just look. Uh, either way, there um, there are other characters. Yeah, I don't. These characters were just like briefly mentioned in this book. So, I yeah, I don't know. They it was just like mentioned. Zeke has a thing for sports players. Like, he's a big fan of individual sports players. Oh, my God, Zeke. (laughs) And I think Mason Cade was one of the... He was a football player, if I remember correctly. I think so, yeah. And that was one of his, like, people he fangirled over. So, (laughs) that's about as far as they were mentioned in this book but yeah i guess if you're interested in that i have i have no knowledge about that series at all uh it's also not on kindle unlimited and the first book in that series is not available for purchase oh so there we go yeah so that's probably why we're not knowledgeable of it because it's not something we can get zeke i just want to put out there he is i don't know if he is going to have a book or anything like that but if he does i would read it in a heartbeat zeke is the funniest guy he's just so he's like golden retriever energy he was yeah he was a very good character i really enjoyed him a lot a lot of the side characters were very dynamic we never really did get resolution on whether or not gavin was a creep he ended up with sabrina and it was just kind of said that, like, they don't keep in touch. Yeah. So, so they didn't really go into detail about it, but, like, his energy didn't match their energy. <laughs> yeah. Which, I don't know, I'm kind of glad. He was... He was odd. He was an odd character. Like, you you like him one second, and then the next you're like, mm, I don't know how I feel about this guy. Yeah, Mara had basically said, like, we just decided to not have a friendship. Yeah. So, I mean, that's it for me. I, I thought it was a really good book. It Yeah. It ended up really good. She ended up having a relationship with her dad. Her dad got remarried. And her mom got a boyfriend. And they don't really keep in touch very much. Um, but, yeah, I think all in all, it was it was resolved very well. And it was definitely a story that kept you invested the whole time. For sure. I finished it so fast. Yeah. Took me a little longer, but I mean, it was a good one. So I'm happy. I'm I'm literally in between the time that I told you I finished and us recording. I have read an entire other book. Yeah. Thanks guys. Bye. Thanks. Bye.